is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book three, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On, by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybal. Chapter 10. I'm here, sweet boy. A few days later, Tally practically jogged down the field ridge aisle to see Goose. He walked over to the stall guard across his doorway and stretched his head out toward her. Goose turned his head diagonally, which always made Tally laugh. Is that how you say hello? She asked him, still giggling. He's so cute. He really loves you, Isabel said from the end of the aisle. Uh, thanks, Tally replied. The feeling is definitely mutual. Before her lesson, Tally groomed Goose on the cross ties, scratching his favorite spots as she went. Be right back, buddy, she said. The pony fixed his ears on her while she ducked into the tack room. Oh, Tally practically tripped over Mac, who was seated on her trunk just inside the doorway. Sorry, I didn't see you there. When Mac lifted her face, Tally saw that it was red and tear-stained. Mac, what's wrong? Mac pulled at her tank top, looking uncomfortable. This, she said, gesturing to her midsection. I'm fuller, don't you remember? Mac, Tally began, but her friend held up her hand. I had to get new britches, too. Nothing fits me anymore. You're growing, Tally offered, but it didn't seem to help. Then Isabel popped into the tack room. Oh no, what happened? Tally filled her in on the tack store encounter, and Isabel sat down on the floor in front of Mac's trunk. Look, there's a lot of judgment in this sport everywhere you go, Isabel said. People are constantly judging each other. It's the worst. Remember the girls talking about me being too big on G, Tally said? And I was just talking to Jacob the other day about how guys at our school tease him for being a rider. That's terrible, Isabel said, looking solemn. For us, it happens from within the sport too, right? It's really uncool for a tax store employee to say something like that. We should be encouraging each other. But I know just how you feel, Mac. I'm built like an athlete too, not like an equitation princess. I have always been more strong than skinny. I hated that in middle school, but now I'm okay with it. Strong is great, really. Max sniffled again and looked thoughtful. I've just been feeling lately that I must be fat, you know? I didn't think about it like maybe I'm just strong rather than skinny. Exactly. You look like an athlete, and that's awesome. And hello, you're 12. You should be getting new show coats and britches all the time until you're done growing. And just so you know... Lots of girls who want the equitation, even if they don't have the tall and skinny look that everyone thinks is so important. It's not. Come on, Tally said, helping her friend up from the tack trunk. If you don't have Joey ready for our lesson on time, Ryan is going to have you crying for a whole other reason. Up in the large indoor, the girls and their ponies got into the rhythm of bending and working laterally on the flat. Jacob was on Sweetie in their lesson, too. Thinking about how upset Mac was, Tally was glad that being kind to Jacob could make a difference for him after all the bullying. Be sure you're giving with your hands, Jacob, better, 
Tally, you too. Less of a stranglehold on that outside rain, huh? Mac, I got nothing right now. Keep on keeping on. The group moved from their flat work into cantering a bending line of ground rails in seven strides, then six, then five. Tally loved exercises like this, especially when Goose responded so well to her aids, extending and compressing his big stride. Then Ryan set up the standards for all of the rails, so each was set as a low vertical. Both ponies did well at cantering the five and six strides, but Tally found she really needed to change her track to get the seven done now that they were little jumps instead of just ground rails. On their first attempt at the seven strides, G got a bit lost, thinking Tally was steering him away from the second jump of the bending line. She had to awkwardly steer him back to the track, taking off quite long after seven strides on their first attempt. Took a bit of a tour there, Ryan said with a good-natured laugh. Now we see his greenness a little, huh? Yeah, I was so focused on changing the track, I think I accidentally convinced him we were going back to the rail, Tally said. That's okay. Try it again, and this time keep your eye on the second jump in the air over the first. Keep the pony bent to the inside a bit so he knows where he's going. The next attempt was far smoother, with G proving himself to be a quick study yet again. The moment Tally set her eyes on the second jump of the bending line, she felt G lock onto it as well. Keeping a slight bend to the inside, even as she rode the wider track, prevented any confusion about where they were going. Beautiful, Ryan called out. Do it one more time in five now. Open up his stride a little on the long side. Then when you make the turn, look for your inside track. Tally asked Goose for a slightly more open canner and then turned sooner, looking for a track that would get them there in an easy five strides. Ryan had raised both verticals when she wasn't looking. Keep the ride the same, he said calmly, and she took a breath. No need to change the ride just for a few holes up. G rounded his back nicely over the first vertical, and Tally sat back down in the saddle for their settled five strides. He jumped out quiet and round. Nailed it. Well done, Tal. Walk a lap and then hop off a minute. When Tally dismounted in the center, she was surprised to find a little girl in full chaps standing next to Ryan. This is Hazel, Ryan said, gesturing to the girl. She's in my next lesson today, and I'd like her to hop on Goose. Let's see how he does with someone a little less experienced on his back. Cool, Tally replied, genuinely interested in seeing how G would go with another rider. Of course, this was the first step toward him getting sold, but for now, Tally enjoyed a proud pony mama moment. G stood perfectly still and polite while the little rider mounted. She was a good fit for a small pony. He's all warmed up, so just walk half a lap, stretching down through your heels, and then pick up your posting trot, Ryan said to Hazel before turning to Tally. Time to see if our work has paid off. Tally immediately felt nervous. Don't be nervous. Ryan said, showing off his ability to practically read her mind, or at least her body language. When Hazel picked up a trot on G, he looked as happy as could be. A little more trot than that, Hazel, Ryan called. I don't know how many kids got on this pony before you, he added to Tally. What we're looking for here is essentially how appropriate he is for children, smaller children, I mean, who haven't got the mileage you've got. Tally couldn't help breaking out in a ridiculous grin. She had mileage now. That was something to be pumped about. 
Tally and Ryan watched as Goose trotted and cantered around, popping up over a couple cross rails and small verticals. Goose looked like he did this every day, packing around a little rider. I'm really proud of you both, Tal, Ryan said as Hazel walked the pony out. So far, so good with our guy. And you've got something special too, kiddo. Riding different ponies, particularly green ones, you need an innate sense about when to be soft and when to be tough. You've got that in spades. It's natural for you. Even when Goose does sell, my plan is to have you keep riding the sales guys for me. If that works for you, of course. Absolutely. Thank you, Ryan. Tally was thrilled by the prospect of more catch riding. However, her feelings of excitement were tinged with a deep sadness over the thought of never seeing Goose again. Hello, this is Dana from Loracea. I'm coming to you today from Italy. It's almost time for the indoor show season to start, and we hope to see you out there. Tamara Macris, our creative director, will be at Capital Challenge and also Washington International. And it's a great time to see our newest colors and products in person. Maybe even get a jump on your holiday shopping because as indoors ends, the holiday season begins. You can shop our collection online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com. But we also hope to see you this season indoors. Do you have a list of goals that you want to achieve with your horse? Are you taking time to build your mental skills in and out of the ring? There is so much information available at your fingertips with a subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. You can find riding and training advice from top judges and trainers, grooming tips to keep your horse looking their best, and health information from top veterinarians and farriers to keep your horse feeling their best. All of this information and so much more can be found in one place, delivered straight to your door, with a print subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. Subscribe at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. That's thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring. <laughs>